have a holly jolly Christmas And in case you didn't hear Oh by golly have a holly jolly Christmas this year Hello everybody, welcome again to the Relative Truth Podcast. My name is Trey McWilliams. And I'm Mike McWilliams. We're sure glad you joined us. We're just a couple of brothers that are trying to make sense out of a world that sometimes doesn't. In fact, it really ever does anymore, it seems like. But our goal is to give you a little bit of education, a little bit of entertainment. We call that edutainment. So thanks for joining us. Uh, Mike, how's, how are things going? Good. Yeah, I think, you know, this, I think, you know, as we discussed earlier, I think we're going to kind of bring it back into true edutainment. Where yeah. we, where we merge those two, and so that we can we can stay in our lane. We were bumping other people out of their lanes, and so I think you know if we we maybe get back into the edutainment mode, so we can still be the number one podcast. Uh, Laos, and we, we are global. We have a global footprint. <clears throat> that is Russia, correct. Ireland, Laos, Japan, Germany. We have listeners across the globe. Yeah, I don't, we call. In this, in the Go states, I, I, it doesn't break it down in the states. Mm-hmm. I no, wonder how it's just I wonder, United States. Yeah, I wonder how broad our even reach. with reaches in the <clears throat> United States. But anyway, yeah. But I think we've been edutaining. I mean, we've had some pretty good uh, interviews. Oh I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. That's definitely been edutainment um, a little bit. But I guess yeah, getting back to kind of our roots, what made us, you know, number one. <laughs> Got to get back. Get back to that, um, and we have to be true to our sponsor. That is you know, We true. make promises, and there's contracts involved, and Oy. clauses and amendments that we have to <clears throat> uphold. Yeah, yeah. And so, shout out to Hargrove Crop Insurance. Thank you for your ongoing support. I will say this: you know, you not living here, uh, you do not get the benefit that Terry and I get by living here, and the sponsorship that come along with oh really yeah so just to tell you last weekend we were wined and dined um over at amy's house um really yes um i mean it was top notch we had they had food catered um and then i'm assuming it was amy made a sopapilla cheesecake and after oh that, oh my gosh, that's like was, two words that, yeah, it's almost criminal to put those two together. Yeah, and then we went to the uh, West Texas Rehab Cowboy Ball, and we uh, danced a little. Uh, Sarah went with us. Speaking of, Sarah will join us later to kind of give us some later, some of the latest and greatest. Maybe not the latest. Maybe. What would it be? Just some movies that are Christmas related. Christmas movies, yeah. It's a, yeah. This is our Christmas episode. I guess I should mention that. <clears throat> okay, so let me ask this. You said your the dinner was catered. Yeah, uh, by, by Spanish Inn. Yeah, Spanish Inn. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody went and got it ordered to go. Yeah, yeah. Ethan. So Ethan, we got a shout out to Ethan, who is Amy's youngest son, and his girlfriend Bailey. Uh, they are both Borden County Coyotes, and they uh, uh, went to the Spanish Inn, picked it up, and then brought it back. And, so you had a catered dinner. <clears throat> exactly. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, and by the way, um, she did say that 
at some point, um, you may need to get a Hargrove crop insurance hat. Oh my gosh, I would love a crop insurance hat. Yeah. So anyway, at some point we're gonna have to we'll have to hit her up on that. But anyway, yeah. she did mention it, so I'm I'm hope I'm not, you know, given shopping in her bag that she didn't. Well, I to. think I think it'd only be fair if I could get a hat since you got the catered dinner, and <laughs> my my. My laughing at that has nothing to do with the quality of food from the Spanish Inn. That oh, yeah. It was, a, <laughs> it was the use of the word catered. <laughs> Spanish Inn is fantastic food. Um, <clears throat> one yeah. of the top three reasons I come back to Snyder. Yeah. Um, so, okay, that's awesome. Man, I would love a Hargrove. Because there's not, I bet there's not another one in Houston. Now, there's probably a million in College Station. Yeah, but if I stay away from Aggie Land, I might be unique. Well, I will say this: Yeah, they they are very big Aggie supporters, so it's very possible that someone in Houston might, might know have of one. Them. Well, yeah, because you're around a bunch of Aggies, so to me, they, yeah. they they may know them. So anyway, yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's awesome. Well, speaking great of mm-hmm. Aggie supporters, whatever. What about Borden County? Did they have a? Is there a football team? No, but I but I can mention that actually just today, the uh, six man, and I don't know is there is there two different divisions of six man? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well one of the divisions was won by Westbrook, which is a team that is very close to here. So anyway, very exciting. That's awesome. I think there's two di- there's two divisions in every other class. Yeah. <clears throat> so. I don't know if there's like big school six man and then small yeah, school that, six man. Uh, that would yeah, be kind of so weird. I, guess, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> small like, and tiny. Yeah. <laughs> y'all have 12 people in your school and y'all have 25. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> have that's tw- right. They have twice as many people. So, yeah. All so right. In, so I know. <clears throat> but Morton County didn't do as well as they have in the past. Ira. Ira. Ira yeah. Uh, Let's see, Hermely beat Ira this year. So that was, um, I think, something that maybe hadn't been done in a while. Uh, but Ira, they both got out in the playoffs and I think got beat actually in the same round, if I'm not mistaken. I think actually by West, uh, I think Ira got beat by Westbrook. So is you know. Ira and Hermely in Borden County, is that since, I mean, they're all, you know, within 30, 40 miles of each other. Are those, are they, uh, are closer? Are they big rivals? I think the Ira Hermley. Now, again, I'm a Snyder guy, so I don't, you know, but I do You're think right the, between them. Yeah, I think the Ira Hermley game is the the greater of the rivalry. Now, I do think Ira at one point Ira in Borden County had a quite a bit of a rivalry because there'd been some um, people move from one to the mm. other. Um, and if there's anybody that's listening and would love to set me straight, I would appreciate that because I'm, yeah. I'm i think that's um and then i think mm. actually i think that i could speak to that division because i think borden county was in a different division than Hermley and ira this year because i don't think they were in the they weren't in the same district i don't think so well anyway. it, <clears throat> it is a little bit weird or not weird but borden county's had a six-man football team for f- at least 40 years because we used to go to them on our off weeks we go see the game right and then ira they didn't have a team well when i was in high school oh really yeah huh i didn't know that because they did they did when i was there i think you were in high school they did yeah Mm -hmm. maybe i'm mistaken 
Correct me if I'm wrong. I know Hermely didn't. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't think. Well, anyway, that's yeah. a long time ago. <clears throat> we just it's need to be a, corrected. So some yeah. of you Hermely and Ira and Borden County people that are listeners, that may be a hard find. <laughs> we, yeah. we, we may not have a, we may not. Hey, we can make it to Laos, but we can't make it <clears throat> out of the, to, out to Ira. <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> I did get to talk to you a couple of weeks ago, but how's the wedding planning going? <laughs> it's good. It's getting close. It is getting close. Yeah. It's, uh, today was the last day to, uh, um, RSVP, which has been a awesome thing. Cause there's not, we haven't, we don't have very many numbers, which is great because that drives the cost down, which has been an awesome thing. So that's awesome. Um, <laughs> Are we're not, not going to let any late, no, no, no oh, late hell, night yeah, keep yeah. counting a ballot. I've, I've had, yeah. <laughs> I've had relatives today texting me saying, Hey, we just sent ours in. Like, sorry, dude, you missed it. No, I'm joking. We're apparently supposed to give them grace, and then we're supposed to call everybody on our list to make sure that they got their invitation. So anyway. Which, oh, my gosh. That's a hard call to make yeah. for you. Well, yeah, I don't think I'm a part of that. I don't I think okay, that's. Okay, good. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, I think the wedding, it's, it's all good. It's, um, yeah, but I did figure out, I did get, I'm, I'm getting out of a, a lot of the, um, some of the final payments I'm filing for bankruptcy <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I think, I think because of the delay in the courts there, we might be able to still pull the wedding off, but then I don't have to pay anything else. So I'm good. I'm joking. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, anyway. You're just going to stiff all the wedding people. Exactly. Yes. No, I'm totally joking. That it's worked out that it's it's fallen well above the budget, but you know, I've donated a kidney and <laughs> so we're good. We're good. <laughs> Terry, well, yeah, I guess Terry had, <clears throat> Terry had surgery. They took out, you know, part of her liver and I said, Hey, go while you're in there, go ahead and get it. <laughs> what, Take what a can liver. I get, what yeah, can I what get can, for what, a kidney? <laughs> exactly. Does this get me gold chairs at the wedding or Oh yeah, here's a chargers. Have you ever heard of chargers? Do you know what chargers are? No, I mean, I think of phone chargers, but yeah, not no, no. wedding no, no, no. related. Yeah, wedding related. Okay, so yeah, this is something I learned. So a charger is basically, um, I guess you'd just call it a big ass plate that a plate sets upon, and that's called a charger. So it's kind of like a placemat, but it's a, a charger. Yeah. But it's bigger. I've so seen it's kind those. Of a, it's decor, not necessarily. You wouldn't eat off of it, I don't think. But anyway, um, so the interesting thing is to this, though, is that if you want chargers, they're going to charge you <laughs> for the chargers, which, which is literally something for your plate to sit upon. That, that's just like salt in the wound. I, We're gonna yeah. get, put this big ass plate on your table. <clears throat> what is that? Well, that's a charger. Why? Well, because I'm gonna charge you some more money. <laughs> that's how. That's how. I think the <laughs> the Greek or or <laughs> Latin root is charge. We're gonna charge you for that. It's like, why do we have these? I don't know. We're just gonna charge you for it. So that's where it comes from. It's the Latin root of. So screw. you can't just put your plate directly on the table. It goes on a charger. Does it help like keep food on your plate? Like keep you from. 
it keeps it going warm. over the edge. It keeps it warm. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's charging your food. I don't, I don't know. It's just stupid to me. And then here's the other deal. So gold chairs. So Terry thinks that the, the, um, bridal party needs these gold chairs. So we get to pay for each one of the gold chairs, which is versus. So versus just a regular chair that everybody else is going to sit in. So they can stand apart. I'm like, they are standing apart because they're, they're sitting the all front. together. Yeah. Like, they don't need a chair. And that's extra? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it's gold. You know? Dude, you got to get a rain on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you guys don't you, know you, the you, impossibility <laughs> of that statement. Is. <laughs> You've got to get a rain on that. Yeah. In a dry and... W- dusty land yeah you got to get a rain on that I, I, yeah yeah it's like my wheat crop it ain't coming up sister brother come on now <laughs> yeah oh that's good i like that thanks for the advice though you're so helpful <laughs> I'm, I'm here to help keep you in line <clears throat> yeah. on the budget oh my gosh wow yeah so anyway. well, i had no idea that yeah there was Tur- you would number one that you needed different chairs for the wedding party because they're they're all dressed differently than they're all dressed the same i mean yeah there's no any wedding i've ever been to i've never said hey how you doing oh i you're in the wedding party i had no idea like oh you're the lady with the funny colored dress on you must be in the wedding like that's clear or you're you're the guy with the tuxedo yeah, because they're the ones standing up in front that everybody looks at for a, yeah, a, a brief time. moment. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. you're the guys who did the funny thing where it looks like one of you forgot the ring. Oh, that was hilarious. You guys must be. <laughs> I haven't seen where'd that one before. Where'd y'all, yeah, where'd y'all get that? That is so good. <laughs> Classic. Had me so worried on the edge of my my regular colored seat. Um, <laughs> my non gold. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah, uh, so that's those are the those are the joys of yeah, writing um, checks. Checks, yeah. So anyway. So, what so anyway. have you have you been doing anything for fun? Have you been, you know, uh, getting to do any hunting or at least filling up deer feeders to feed the wildlife at your place or Yeah, you know. Too busy. I, yeah, I I don't know that I've been out there. You know, you came what was that two weeks ago ish three weeks mm-hmm. two weeks yeah and i i what did I, I did go out there for something but anyway no i haven't been hunting um i did have a friend that went out and looked but no it just for some reason time is has been uh, evaporating pretty quickly so anyway well, you've you've been extremely busy with normal life wedding life and taking care of terry life so yeah so what's been going on with you what's you got some activities too you haven't been you haven't i have been extremely busy lately um work's been busy with stuff people people wanting to do things at the end of the year i'm studying for another license um we built some beds last weekend. We built 30 beds with a company that wanted, instead of having a Christmas party, they built 30 beds for kids. Um, fantasy football. I made it to the playoffs, but I think I'm going to get beat first round by 
my old friend Britt. Oh yeah. Yeah, his team's better than mine. <laughs> <clears throat> um, what else? Kind of interesting in uh, the Sunday school class I go to, we're about to start a study of Revelation. Oh. So, um, I've been reading up on that book a little bit. <clears throat> well, that's a hard one because I teach, and that one's a hard one to teach. Yeah. There's a lot of things about your interpretation, your view on the rapture, the non-rapture, sure. all that stuff. Pre-millennial, post-millennial, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all that. So it changes so, your opinion, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so good luck uh, with that. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> the good news is we know, you know who wins in the end. I think that's clear no matter how you interpret it. Uh, so I also got elected to be on our church council, <clears throat> which you think, okay, that's kind of nice or whatever, but we're going from a congregational-led church to an elder-led church, or that's the plan, <clears throat> and yeah. so... Good luck with that, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, welcome... We're going to have to tell all these people go here that they used to vote on stuff. They're not going to get to vote anymore. In fact, we're going to ask them to vote to approve that they don't get to vote anymore. Welcome to the club. Okay, good. Yeah. That usually goes goes over pretty well, by the way. I don't know. We, we <laughs> Just as a side note, that 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 happened here uh, in Snyder. And oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> And it, well, I think uh, it's the right thing to do. It's just... Uh, yeah. Well, I think it's the right way to run a church. Is it the right thing to change? I don't know. So anyway, yeah. so a lot you'll, on the plate. I think you'll, they'll, I think you'll have um, opinions not deep-seated as the people that are post-millennial or pre-millennial, because that would mean that they have... Or whatever, you know, I mean... Yeah, they have some biblical prowess in a sense. Sure. Many many people that have that have opinions about leadership styles within the church many times are just um, and, and I'm not being mean here. I'm just saying that many of them are. Um, it's it's kind of based upon we've always done it this way, and it's more of kind of a preferential thing. And sure. while I mean. That is what it is. And so um, while, you know, I think from a biblical standpoint, you can say, oh, elder-led is holds to the scriptures a little closer maybe than congregationally led. But um, it, um, I'm sure people will have varied opinions <clears throat> just as yeah. a, just as a, <laughs> as one that has experienced that, very thing. So anyway, I, I'm going to volunteer for the uh, <coughs> ma maintenance and operations side of the council. <laughs> I just, hey, I'll make sure all the toilets are flushing. You guys go handle the well. That's elder a, led thing. Yeah. So you, I mean, that you're you're on a council, so you're not going to be an elder, or you are an elder, and you're no. It's are, the council acts kind of as elders, but we don't. We come up with ideas, but then the congregation has to vote on it. Uh, so, like, okay. new pastor. 
like <clears throat> the congregation has to vote on it. Um, I gotcha. Okay. I mean, every any big, any big uh, decision decision has to be approved by the congregation. I gotcha. Okay. So well, anyway, yeah. that's a lot, yeah. lot on the plate. Um, so you were telling me earlier that you had somebody that we, we got a new listener that actually came up to you and I've had mentioned something because we don't have a mailbag. So relatives, you're slacking on them, the mailbag. We need your input. That's correct. And um, yeah, it's been two in the past two days. So wow. Um, and in kind of reality, that's two over the past 365 days. So it just <laughs> so happens that it just so happens that they've come in two uh, two back to back days. Yeah. Um, so um, had one that um, well, I mentioned it. I had a meeting, and um, anyway, I just mentioned that you and I did a podcast. And so anyway, that prompted, um, his name is Jason West. So shout out to Jason. And he, uh, he listened to the first one and said, um, um, that he may continue. So anyway, I oh, kind of nice. tried to guide him with maybe our better, better podcast. Yeah. Uh, better episodes. Offerings. Yeah. What uh, would you say? What, what, like which ones are better ones you think? Well, I, t- I told him that the Ted Scott one was really good as far as, from his standpoint, from kind of, you know, my play by play question asking kind of is suspect. <laughs> if I remember correctly, which I'm almost positive it, was, <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> but, um, and then I said Patrick's was good. Um, and then I told him about Miles Hargrove, that that one's yeah. kind of a, close to home. And he kind of knew some of the actors in that. Or I think we talked about that. But anyway, so he did. And then um, had a lady that came in the store today, and uh, Vicki Reinhardt. And she said that she goes, I really enjoy your podcast. And I've had other people say that, and I just have never I've forgotten to say something. Yeah. But anyway, it, it's uh, I appreciate the the shout out of love. So anyway. Yeah. Uh, but um, <clears throat> Well, I, I've got a... a kind of a funny podcast story so i was training some new guys at our at our company today and uh <clears throat> i had i recently listened to a couple of joe rogan podcast have you ever listened to a joe rogan podcast no uh, i have one with i think he had ted nugent on and then um someone recommended one doctor or somebody that was on like two weeks ago or Maybe mm. two days ago or something, but anyway, mm. that that I'm going to listen to. But yeah, well, he <clears throat> he he interviews people like for two or three hours. By the way, you know, I mean, oh yeah, okay. I I've, I listened to one, um, Jock Willink. So the he's a Navy SEAL that does leadership training, and then um, I listened to where it's an older one, but he interviewed Jordan Peterson. Um, <clears throat> which Jordan Peterson, man, that dude. He's an interesting cat. <clears throat> anyway, so I was telling these this training class, I, there was a quote I used from the Rogan podcast, and they were they were really young guys, and so they're like, <clears throat> seemed to be incredulous at the fact that someone my age would listen to podcasts. Um, I'm like, yeah, I listen to podcasts. And so they're telling me, have you ever listened to this one? And I hadn't listened to any of the ones they had brought up except the Rogan one. I said, have you guys ever heard of the relative truth? And one guy says, no, I haven't heard. And so he starts looking it up on his phone. 
And the other guy goes, you know, I, I've heard something about that. And I go, have you? And he goes, yeah, I think I've heard some good things. I go, well, you need to check it out. And I just left it at that. So I think there's this 22-year-old kid going to come into the office tomorrow. <laughs> Hopefully he looks it up and listens. Yeah, but the other guy awesome. didn't even know the picture was me and you. Oh, really? So oh, sweet. He had okay. it on his phone, yeah. So yeah, um, he didn't say anything. Okay. But anyway, uh, it was kind of funny. So this is the Christmas podcast or Christmas episode in a sense. We've had one. We're going to bring Sarah on. She's going to give us um, some Christmas movie review, not reviews, but just kind of some blurbs about some Christmas movies that she... Recommendations? Uh, yeah, recommendations. Yeah, yeah, for the Christmas season. So when you're sitting down with your family, you can um, watch these, and/or if you've already watched them, you can watch them again. Well, I'd like to welcome back um, Sarah, my middle daughter, to the podcast. <clears throat> uh, we were having some tech- technical difficulties, and uh, but she is going to bring us um, some recommendations for Christmas movies. If you're going to have some time sitting around over the Christmas holidays, um, here. Uh, Sarah is quite the movie critic. Um, if you want to follow her, you can somehow. She can tell you that too. Uh, but she's got some um, recommendations that she'd like to share with the um, with all the relatives. So, Sarah, take it away. Okay. So, um, I uh, when I was creating this list, I kind of wanted to make sure that I included movies that maybe you were already maybe aware of, and then maybe some movies that you hadn't heard of and were kind of easily. Uh, accessible as well. So I'm going to start with the ones that are kind of easily found on Netflix. And uh, the first one I have is The Christmas Chronicles. And this one has, you know, uh, uh, two movies. So it's like the, the Christmas Chronicles 1 and then the, Chris Chron- the, the Christmas Chronicles 2. And then there is also A Christmas Prince. And, the, and that's a series as well. And that has three movies as well. So that's A Christmas Prince, is the first movie a christmas prince the royal wedding is the second movie a christmas prince the royal baby is the third movie so um and it's kind of funny it kind of follows the timeline because when it was coming out it was kind of following the timeline of megan and harry and when they were kind of it i guess mimics or follows you know their their timeline of their relationship and marriage and all that um and then my other recommendation um is the Princess Switch movies? That's kind of a trilogy too. The Christmas Switch One, the Christmas, the Princess Switch Two, the Princess Switch Three, and again, that's just kind of follows the same characters, follows the same story, um, and I would say. So these are Christmas movies. Or they yeah. sounds very Chris, Prince and Princess. Yeah, it's well, it's also Netflix. They they tend to. You know, okay. they kind of make trilogies and and stuff like that. But gotcha. yes, but okay. it, it is Christmas. These are all Christmas based, but they're a little more. I gotcha. Prince, princess. Okay. Yeah. Um, but then, um, so the ones that you probably are have maybe already seen or are aware of, and these are just kind of my favorites that I've um, seen is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That's um, one that me and my family watch every year. It's just a really really funny. Um, it's it's a classic in in my opinion, and then the next movie that I have down for uh, one that you might already know is Four Christmases, um, and then Elf with Will Ferrell. That's another one I put down. I just feel like that's another classic as well, and it's really funny and very family friendly. And then the last one um, is Christmas with the Cranks. I feel like that's another kind of family friendly, funny, good kind of yeah, um, good 
movie to watch while drinking hot chocolate or, you know, hanging out. So. Okay, I love the list because my favorite one is on there, Christmas with the Cranks. And I like Elf. And I like Christmas Vacation. Uh, the Four Christmases, that's with... Um, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Yeah, Vince Vaughn and the blonde, blonde. Reese. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, Reese yeah. Witherspoon. <laughs> um, um, okay, so these, <clears throat> the first three, Sarah, it seems like you're into sequels and series. What are those like love story Christmases? Yeah, so like the like the Christmas Chronicles, I would so like the first one I mentioned, I would say that that kind of mimics a lot of if you've seen the Tim Allen Santa Claus movies, I would say it's pretty similar to that. Um, and and they've only done um, you know one, uh, one movie and then a second movie, and I'm sure probably this Christmas they'll come out with a <laughs> third. Um, and then and then the Christmas Prince movies, you know where it's, you know Christmas Prince Wedding and then Baby again. Like I said, they did a trilogy because it was following the. Yeah, the timeline of Megan and Harry. So, like when there was the wedding that Christmas, they came out with, you, you know, they were just kind of mimicking that whole timeline. And then the Princess Switch um, is kind of, if, if I had to describe it, it's like the Parent Trap Christmas version, kind of like oh. it's, these, it's these two girls that are twins, and one, it's kind of Prince Prince and the Popper Parent Trap. Christmas movie is how I would, you know, kind of describe it. They switched See, I thought you said the princess witch. <laughs> so it can be shown at Christmas and Halloween. And Halloween. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dual holiday. All right. So what's movie. your very favorite one? On, on this whole list? Uh, no, just if maybe your favorite one's not on this list. What's oh. your favorite Christmas movie? Which Harry Potter? <laughs> <laughs> they could count as Christmas movies, actually, because they are Christmas movies. Um, um, I would have to say National Lampoon. I feel like that's—I mean—that's always one that I want us to watch. Every, you know, every year, I look forward to watching that. You know, getting some hot chocolate and watching that every year as a family. So I, I feel like that's my favorite movie because there's just classic one-liners and stuff on on that movie. That so, funny. so with that. I've got some trivia to do, to do, you know, to stick with their theme of edutainment. All right, um, hold on one second. I just got to tell Sarah, and I think I already told you this, but you know when you did our last movie review and you said, you told us about that movie called The Little Things? Yes. I watched that. That was pretty good. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm glad yeah. you liked it. Yeah, it, it kind of ends on a um, cliffhanger, I guess you could say, kind of, you yeah. know, what what um, is going to happen after that. But um, Yeah, it was kind of... It's really good. Yeah, and and he um, and Jared Leto, he was he was in he played the bad guy in that movie. He's actually in a new movie that me and mom just went and saw, House of Gucci. I have a review on that as well. If you want to go check that out, um, where would you check that out, Sarah? So you can check that out on um, my Instagram. That's probably the best way. Is if you follow me on Instagram at Look at Me, I'm Sarah D. Um, in my bio, you'll see my little. Um, uh, link to go to my website but i think also uncle trey i think you mentioned that just typing in sarah film critic or some sarah mcwilliams film critic that yeah, also popped I think that's up how I got that. There. yeah yeah so um, and that's obviously easier than that whole you know url or you know right um, yeah well, well um, while we have you on the phone or on the podcast sarah just so you know if you'd like to promote your 
Instagram page a little bit more, we are selling advertising. So Mike has all the contract <laughs> language, and we're taking, we're monetizing. For sure. <laughs> to help pay for your sister's wedding. That's right. <laughs> help me, I'm poor. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, well, thanks, Sarah, for the the uh, list of uh, movies. So we hope that you guys, the relatives, will take advantage of all opportunities to watch um, some of these. And if so, give us some feedback. We'd love to hear it. And yeah. or and or go check out Sarah's information because she is um, um, a movie loving fool. So she will be um, always at the next. You know, as as anything releases, she's going to be one of the first to see it. So um, definitely um, check her out. So anyway, but so now back to the edutainment part of this and not the movie recommendation part. But did you know that in Christmas Vacation that um, um, the Grizz, the, so the family that uh, Clark Griswold is, is Chevy Chase, mm-hmm. but in the first two, there was, so National Lampoons were the, is the, I guess, company or whomever, I'm not sure who they are or what organization they would call themselves. But anyway. They used to be a magazine. There you go. Okay. Well, they put out the fir- they put out two movies prior to Christmas Vacation, one being Vacation. Um, and then one being um, European Vacation. Mm-hmm. And in the first two, their name was Griswold, but it was spelled with an A. In the last one, it was spelled with an O. Yeah. So yeah, really? kind of a, yeah, kind of an interesting little thing. Why uh, is that? Do you know that? In fact, what's that? Do you know why they changed it? I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And yeah, it didn't give an explanation. It just was, that was the fun <laughs> fact that I found. So yeah, Let, let's don't get into the weeds here. We're just going to stay above, above the, you know. Okay. So then <clears throat> do you want to, do y'all want to know a, a fun fact of, of Elf? So that was one of others. Yeah. Stars. Okay. So Jim Carrey was slated to, to be Buddy who, um, um, what's his name? Will. Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell ended up playing the part. Apparently, um, Jim Carrey was slated at first, and then they maybe put it back on the back burner for a couple of years, and then maybe Jim was busy or something, and that's when Will Ferrell came into the picture. And so, anyway, so he was slated as Elf. Um, maybe Jim Carrey was doing the Grinch at that time. What's that? Maybe oh, Jim but, Carrey yeah, was maybe doing in. the Grinch. Yeah, that could have been. Say, yeah. Only one Christmas. You don't get typecast as a Christmas guy. That's true. Yeah. Okay. So, and then here's another one about Elf. Um, I, I don't want to overwhelm the relatives, but I think these are unbelievably cool. So, in Elf, there is another uh, child star that appears in the movie as an Elf, Ming Ming, and he was his name is Peter Billingsley, and he was the child oh, yeah. named Ralphie in a christmas story um and he makes um i guess what do they call that kind of a cameo cameo i guess in a sense yeah being an elf so how about that so that was fun fact yeah Uh, that is pure entertainment right there (laughs) yeah yeah i've got some others i've got one about japan huh (laughs) well i don't want to be like japanese christmas yeah so this is crazy so 
and this needs to be verified by our Japanese listeners. So I need to reach out to the Osbournes right here and, and ask if this is the truth. But in Japan, there is a Christmas tradition that they eat Kentucky Fried Chicken. Now, I don't know how widespread that might be, but needless to say, that's it's something that, as far as Google or Wikipedia <laughs> goes, that Kentucky Fried Chicken is a tradition in certain areas, I guess, of Japan where you can get Kentucky Fried Chicken. And they say that they have to order it early because of the demand. So do you find that interesting? I find that, for some reason, hilarious. I don't... <laughs> I, I, well, yeah, that so, is interesting to say the least. Yeah. Okay. And then for, <laughs> last but not least, I, it, it, this is just a Christmas trivia question. Um, and if you would like to, what is the largest Christmas present that's ever been given? Largest in size or monetary well, I, value? How would I you- think in size. Um, and okay. I think it's, I think it's one of those deals. It's, it's noted as that. I don't know that it, I mean, I, you know, I'm sure there's, you know, some billionaire that bought, you know, somebody an island or something, sure. you know, uh, but I mean, as far as kind of that we would maybe recognize that was gifted on Christmas. As was a statue prize. of Liberty gifted to us at that time? Ding, ding, ding. That is correct. Yeah. Yes. You win the prize. That is correct. Yeah. It was given in, do you know the year? No. I know who gave it to us, but yeah, France. Yeah. To the, um, in 1886. So anyway, so yeah. So just some cool little trivia. Trying to edutain. That's that's probably a big Christmas present or the biggest. That's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it was wrapped. I don't think they wrapped it, but probably um, not. I've got a couple more, but I, it's getting too much. Maybe. Is it? For my little I, I don't think so. All right, well, let me ask you a question. It's not a okay. trivia question. It's more of a policy, Christmas policy, policy. question. Um, should there be a law banning Christmas music being played before Thanksgiving? <laughs> I've had this discussion on several fronts. One front being um, one of the ladies that I work with um, namely Julie Bynum, who would love to listen to Christmas music starting in about July. Mm-hmm. Um, and she would have the argument that, you know, that basically why can't you be joyful all year long with the joyful music of Christmas? Well, I would agree to the joy part. I don't necessarily agree to the genre of music. Mm-hmm. I, I think I could listen to other music and still be joyful. Mm-hmm. So, God bless the USA on July. That's true. So, but like July 5th, she would want her Christmas trees up. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's an early, but, uh, so yeah, I think it, I, I I wouldn't disagree with the policy by any means. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I just think we shortchange the other holidays, especially, you know, Thanksgiving. It gets the short end of the stick anyway. Um, well, and um, so this, I had a, a listen to a podcast the other day about, um, and they were discussing Thanksgiving songs, that there's not very many Thanksgiving songs, mm-hmm. um, but just put in a bug in everyone's ear. If you'll listen to uh, Ben Rector, he has actually a Thanksgiving song, and it's really good. It is good. Uh, yeah. So... Um, and that's kind of one in its own lane, I think, 
what you might say. Um, but I will say this, there was, there is a Christmas song and I can't remember which one that actually started out as a Thanksgiving song. It was kind of released to be, um, and I, and while I can't remember which one it is, it, um, there is one. So you can Google search that. <laughs> Give you some homework. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, I wouldn't want to give all the information that I found on Google. <laughs> well, talk. You know, just speaking of songs about specific holidays or specific things. One of the things that I realized when I didn't live in Texas for a while. Do you realize how many songs are written about Texas and very few are written about any other state? And maybe the only one that comes close is California. But there's so many songs that are about or have Texas in in their lyrics. Was that country kind of songs you're talking about? Yeah, in yeah, general? mostly country. Yeah, yeah, definitely mostly country. Well, that but, would only kind of seem fair. But there's, um, yeah, I guess. yeah, there's not a lot of. Texas I mean, is there is a, a lot of need to have a song about Delaware? I mean, really? <laughs> I agree. Or really any other state. But I used it in the Pacific Northwest as just a reminder to those that they were not living in Oregon or Washington, but in the Northwest territories of Texas. So, uh, Yeah. <clears throat> well, most states, though, I mean, I will say this, are kind of like orange. They, you know, they don't really rhyme with much. You know? <laughs> so, and whereas Texas rhymes with nearly everything. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well, gosh. I, I, I can't think of a word. Exes. All my exes live in Texas. Yeah. Um, uh, what's Nexus? I don't know. Yeah. I drive a Lexus and live in Texas. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I don't know. But it, the, um, yeah, and you're still, I guess you're still holding to, I think this was a discussion we had last year. Are you still holding to the fact that gift cards are still an appropriate Christmas gift? I think this that was a not only appropriate but the best the best gift you can give. Okay, well, we moved down the line just a tad further this evening over dinner, which that would be supper for some people, depending on where you lived. But um, that just okay. How would you feel about just? A warm hundred—I mean, a, a hundred-dollar bill, or instead of a hundred-dollar gift card, what would be the? Because a gift card directs you to where I think you should, you want to go, which I may not know that. Whereas a hundred-dollar well, bill, don't know that. Okay, so this is how this is how I I argue the personal. Most people who are against gift cards as good gifts is because they're not personal enough, but. If I know you, I know that an REI, a Bass Pro Shop, a um, even a Lowe's gift card is something that you would spend the weekend potentially after you got it, right? Yeah. And so I, so if I'm gonna give you a hundred dollars and I give you a hundred dollar gift card for REI or Gander Mountain or Field and Stream then I know that's that's how I personalize that $100. If I just give you a $100 bill, I still think that's a great gift, but it's it's just a hair less personal. 
Now, if I don't know, um, if I don't know what you might like, <clears throat> I think a hundred dollar bill or a hundred dollar gift card, like a Visa card, is perfect. Okay. Well, yeah. Are you getting push back on that? Well, I don't know. I mean, the the thing is, you know, the, the where I would argue with the personal or non personal is the fact of if I put it in a mail, if I, if I send, if I send, send it to the mail, I've personalized the letter that I'm sending the hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> That's as personal as it gets. So what's on the inside it, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, but I get the, I get the, hundred dollars is less personal because it's less focused, I guess. In a yeah, sense. I mean, that's, but it's a, it's a one a and one B to me. Yeah. Okay. All right. For sure. Well, so but, if you get, if you know, if your gift comes and it's a crisp something mm-hmm. dollar amount, then don't be a hater. I, I, there's nothing you could give me where I would be a hater. I mean, not you as a might, but anybody, I think any gift, I think, I think any gift is something cool or I'm appreciative of any gift. So if the three wise men would have come and two of them would have been gift cards and one of them would have been frankincense, would I've been really happy. The the Christ or Joseph would have been, he's like, that's not in my registry. I didn't register for that. (laughs) So have you gotten many gift um, I noticed on the registry for Megan that McWilliams Pharmacy was one of them. Yeah. Has that been a? Has that generated some business for you? Yeah, I mean a little bit. Yeah, I mean you know it was it's limited to what she picked out, so she only picked out, you know, a few things. That's true. I mean, so it's not like not, I can just get some Doctor Scholl's foot powder and send to her. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, some vitamins. She didn't register for that. But we all know that's what she needs. But so, <laughs> yeah. Do you guys, you still have the chocolate thing, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sweet shop chocolate. It's good. I know. So, yeah. It's, um, <clears throat> so, um, to not let the cat out of the bag, but what, so what are you getting for your lovely bride? What is, have you been shopping yet? Uh, no. In fact, this year we're doing something a little different in that. <coughs> We are going to take a ski trip in January, and we need to update some of our ski clothes. And it's been about 10 years since we went skiing. And since we went skiing last, well, last time we went skiing, we went skiing in Oregon at Mount Bachelor. I may went in Washington. Anyway, we went in the Pacific Northwest. The people in Colorado are much, are much more proud of their lift tickets than they are 10 years ago in Colorado. And so we're going to be skiing for three or four days. So we agreed that we are going to spend money on ski clothes and lift tickets, which will probably be the most money I've ever spent on Christmas for my lovely bride, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. A, a single lift ticket for a single day. Yeah. Is- so... Yeah, it's crazy money. Um, in this, in the spirit of uh, just with grandkids, <clears throat> the Christmas budget is kind of like the wedding budget. I mean, not to the same scale, but it continues to grow. 
and um, so much of our Christmas budget goes to grandsons now. So <clears throat> yeah. they will have a Merry Christmas, and I get a lift ticket. There you go. So yeah, there might be some there might be some little thing you know little <laughs> knickknack things, but <clears throat> the big thing is save, trip save, to steamboat. Yeah, save for the knee brace. Into. Yeah, <laughs> See, put, the chiropractor appointments. Put, put back a little extra for <laughs> the I, uh, the five hundred count ibuprofen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know somebody that can hook you up there. Yeah, yeah. Well, the um, yeah. So um, yeah, that'll be fun. In fact, I heard um, there is someone else that's going to be in steamboat around the same time that you guys are going to be there. So really, I think, um, Hunter Cox and Lauren Cox will be there. No way. Yeah. I think maybe at the tail end of you guys, we're there you, that well, I don't have a January calendar in front of me. Like the, but you're, but you're leaving. We're like Monday. We leave Friday, the 18th, 19th, something here. Let me look. It's, uh, what's well, the Monday after the wedding? The 21st. We're there the seventeenth through the twenty-first. Yeah, that I think we're Monday think, through Friday. Okay, I think they maybe go that weekend or something. So, yeah. So anyway, oh, yeah. Man, if they come there, that'd be invite them over to the cabin. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, so yeah. So what about you? I mean, what are Christmas? you getting your bride? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what am I getting? <laughs> I was like, ramen. We're gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> Couple, couple of things. Shrimp ramen. Robin. <laughs> We're some, going fancy. Yeah, some hamburger helper uh, <laughs> sponsored by Yellowstone. Uh, but uh, no, we're, um, yeah. Can you not say? I, yeah, she's pretty close at hand. But uh, yeah, I did. Um, I held back a little bit of uh, savings so that I could. Do something. Do something fairly nice, and she's kind of had a um, a little more than a banner year. So yeah, yeah. So is 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 the stress and uh, work that's having to be done on the wedding uh, from a mental standpoint? Is that going to impede the Christmas letter? No. By the way, I did. Um, Oh, I was going to tell you about that too. So the Christmas letter has been written. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, there now there there needs to be some editing because it it was it's raw. It is it is real raw. I did send it out to all the kids to feel them out as to their feelings toward the letter this year. They all gave it thumbs up, um, but there are a couple of things that may hit sensitive notes that I may need to play around with wordsmith as they say so for them if even after they've given you the thumbs up no it's really not on it's really more on um my so i probably need to tell the relatives about this whole christmas letter right have i done this Yeah, probably yeah okay well so for about 11 years 12 years every christmas i write a in our christmas card that we send out. I started, like I say, 11, 12 years ago, started writing a letter that basically 
just described our family, but not in the sense of most Christmas letters that tell you how worldly famous your family is and or how many A's your kid made on their last report card and how many trophies everybody won. So I brought more, um, actually kind of more negative things (laughs) to light and, um, not negative, more humorous, maybe a lot of life without a filter. There you go. So anyway, so there's, there's been, so over the years, our, our girls have constantly kept, um, doing things that require me to continue to write about them. (laughs) They've had, and so the majority of them are wrecks and are backing through garage doors or just funny happenings that, um, so anyway, so that's what I've done for the past so many years. And so that's when we refer to the Christmas letter. That's um, um, what that is referring to. And so for years, I didn't really care what the kids, what their opinion was of the letter. And now in my aging years, I'm more sensitive to their, um, <laughs> and I'm really not. That <laughs> no, they, that's nice. But okay. So you're, you're, you're underselling the letter a little bit. So, and if you want a copy of the letter, send us a mailbag and you can go on the Christmas list. <laughs> You're a relative now. Yeah. So, Mike, the way he tells these anecdotal stories, number one, are hilarious. Number two, you can probably relate to them. There's probably somebody in your family that has done, said, gone through the whole thing. And uh, or done something similar, and it's just it's a breath of fresh air that you get this. Usually, you get a nice picture of the family, and then that's what they look like when they're all dressed up and ready for the picture. But then the letter's like, okay, here's what really happened last year. Some highlights or yeah. lowlights that are hilarious. So yeah, so the the. Uh one of the major highlights of this year's is our acquisition of a dog that I absolutely hate. So anyway, so that's, that's been, there is lots of, is it vehemence? I think that, is that the word? Vehemence? I don't know. Good enough. It's yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I hate this dog. So anyway, so that, um, and it's a puppy. So it, you know, does all the things that puppies do, which drive me absolutely insane. So anyway, so that's, there's, there's kind of some, so that's, well, I think of, you talked about <clears throat> honey on our last podcast too, that yeah. <clears throat> you had a child and a sort of an adopted child go and buy this dog and then leave it at your house. And then one of those child ch- children lives in Fort Worth and the other one has a full-time job that helps babysit honey, but you're you're pretty much fully responsible for this. Yeah, adopted. We, we have we have worked to deal with Sarah, who lives um, directly behind our house in an apartment, and she, I guess you would consider it babysits Honey during the night. So that has been um, the greatest reward of the year is so that we're not having to get up with Honey at all hours in addition to um, kind of the lack of sleep from my, you know, the snoring champion of the world 
that I get to live with. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, so all of that to say, I've I feel I feel more rested than I've been in a while. And uh, but anyway, what's the what's the plan with honey? Is it just just gonna suck it up or? Yeah, I don't know. Well, we think we've been duped. So that's that that's in the because she apparently from her papers she says that they say that she's a teacup pomeranian um but just a quick google search for chihuahuas <laughs> she looks a lot like a chihuahua well, and then, can you not vouch for i mean you can vouch well, yeah for but that. I you were here yeah yeah there's there's a lot of chihuahua tendencies but she did have a lot of fur on her at one time, like more oh, Pomeranian yeah, but, fur. Yeah, but those that has quickly sh- she's shed that, and now they and see now there's a whole part of the internet that says that she's in her Pomeranian puppy uglies, um, that 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 the hair will come back in, like it, they kind of shed their puppy hair and then they regrow their adult hair, kind of. Yeah. Um, I don't believe that. I think that's just a marketing tool for chihuahuas to, for chihuahuas to, to get be, to well just to, yeah to market chihuahuas to a whole nother public that doesn't doesn't want a chihuahua it's worse than that because they don't chihuahuas, know they're what do they call that culture stealing um oh yeah what do they call that when one race tries to take the culture of another one anyway oh yeah i don't know I, it's horrible I, if I'm doing that, I'm. I don't mean to. Be it's not that. you. No, no, oh, no. Okay. It's, it's okay. the Chihuahua stealing the Palmer. No, the Palmer. Well, one of them. <clears throat> it's a okay. Chihuahua wanting to be a Pomeranian. And who are you, by the way? If Honey identifies as a Pomeranian, although being a Chihuahua, who are you? Are you not woke enough to accept the fact that she might uh, identify as a Pomeranian, although being a Chihuahua? That is true. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. I'll uh, <laughs> wake your butt up. Yeah, sorry, I've been sleeping so well. I, <laughs> my ability to be woke is—you're <laughs> not woke enough. I know. Who knew? I'm yeah, not. who? Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to. In fact, how she pees is she's a girl, but again. I probably shouldn't reference her with that pronoun. Yeah, because she could be, well, I I don't know. They could be an it or I don't know. I know I'm dancing on eggshells here because I really feel like. Hopefully she's not in earshot. Well, if she is, I promise you she will take a poop on my carpet. So, (laughs) yeah. She's got, she's, uh, I'm telling you, she's more loaded than um, Ted Nugent. (laughs) I mean, you know, I mean, she can drop a deuce at the mo. I mean, at, at, it's like, where's honey? And you're like, oh, here she comes running back. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, she dropped three turds in my bedroom in that amount of time. How? I was like, it takes me a month to go to the bathroom <laughs> now. And she can drop some at the anyway. But anyway, it's just so. Oh, and um, so back to the Christmas letter. The oh, yeah. same day that I wrote the Christmas letter, I also had to pen my speech for the wedding. So I've I've got it written. Now the execution of that will be 
highly emotionally draining and probably is it more than how long is it it's three sentences (laughs) (laughs) why is that bad no i just when i think of somebody saying i pinned something i'm thinking you know that that at least means a paragraph (laughs) well i used eight i mean i guess it is a paragraph i've used like 18 hell of of a font it stretches over a whole page. <laughs> so it's it's all good. <laughs> well, I know when I was there that was the that was the request of the bride is for you to keep it short. Yeah. <laughs> I can it's one of the deals. Me me public speaking and my family is a mishmash of um Nervous sweat. <laughs> it is. Somebody's going to stink after I get done. That's all I'm saying. Somebody's going to smell like they've been working, picking cotton for a while. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. So, I, I can't wait for that. Um, but I did, yeah, I did, so you're going to get a lot of good Christmas letter material probably at the wedding. Like yeah, uh, for next year, eleven yeah. months early. Yeah, that's yeah. when you gotta take some notes. I do keep a diary. You know, I kind of keep my running diary, which is yeah, that's been kind of fun to go back and well, yeah. And when the girls see me pull my notes out on my phone, you know, my phone, or whatever, they're like, "Oh crap, what do we do? What do we do?" So <laughs> just take a note. Just yeah. take a note of that little. Well, and I did have uh, I did have a uh, friend of mine. He recommended. Um, before I say the speech, because typically for the relatives that don't know this, I'm, I get emotional and it's weird because once I kind of get over the initial emotion, many times I, I do an O, I mean, I'm okay, but it's that kind of initial nervous, whatever. And for, I don't know, it's, and it's weird and it may not, like I did it at the Christmas party trying to tell a funny story, but anyway, um, you got emotional at, at the store at the store Christmas party, yeah. And you're and trying so, to tell us a funny story, and you got emotional. Well, kind of, yeah. But it was we have a, one of our employees, Kim, is retiring, and so <coughs> there's emotion with that because I, sure. you know, I don't want her to leave. Basically, because that means you know, <laughs> I, I'm get to you. more work, kind of. But uh, <laughs> um, but anyway, the, um, so then I just get a, I'm about to say something, and I'm like, Whoa, and I yeah. just can't. So anyway, so I've kind of, I'm trying to work through that with some counseling and reading a book <laughs> and no, but, uh, but anyway, so I had a, a friend that recommended, he said, um, and this was, um, he had to speak at his father's funeral and he said, you know, and I'm like, I would never be able to do that. Um, you know, speak at an, kind of an emotional situation like that where there's loss and or whatever. And so anyway, he said that he had gotten a word of advice from Grant Taft who spoke at his mother's funeral and, and someone asked him, said, Hey, what, you know, how do you do that? I mean, like I, I wouldn't be able to do that. And he says, his thought was, he goes, right before he gets up to speak, he goes, it's game time. He just sees it as that it's game time that you mm. got to, you can be emotional later, but you got to put it on right now. So anyway, so on the top of my my pinned words will be, it's game time. Game time. Yeah. So anyway, thank you, Grant Taft. Sick on bears. 
<clears throat> well, <clears throat> I think I, I think I already told you this, but just read those three lines a lot, and then you're gonna and think about being in the wedding when you do it or at the reception, and and if you practice it, you won't get as emotional either. When you know it, if there's one of the three sentences that might trigger you. Um. Well, I, what I thought, okay, would, does this help to have like the first sentence somewhat um, chippy, funny? funny? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So I may start off with that. But it's got to be, the audience has to laugh because it, it can go downhill if you say something you think's funny and everybody's crickets. Yeah. Which <laughs> could happen. Well, well okay. No. If your first God. sentence is going to be supposed to be funny, at least supposed to be, I'm 99.9% .9 sure it will be. But even if it's not, I'll laugh. So I'll, okay. I'll, I'll be the first up. clapper. Yeah. Okay. Like I'll, I'll, I'll say, you know, I'll slap my knee and <laughs> start laughing. Well, okay, so this, so I'll just, I'll give it to you because it, it doesn't really matter. So in some of the, our podcasts, the, some of the relatives may not be able to make it to the, so they'll know at least the first sentence of my, so I haven't, I haven't re rehearsed it today, but it's the, the, how it starts is thank you. Thank you guys for being here. Number one, I've heard that a wedding with no people would suck. How about that? So glad you came to make this not as bad. Would that be? Uh. <laughs> I think I need to work on it, basically. So what I pinned, you're saying throw out the window? Is what you're saying? <laughs> I think your first sentence should be, my. what I'm about to say I wrote, so I'd hope you guys would laugh. <laughs> and then say that. <laughs> <laughs> how about, how about, this is really difficult for me. Please laugh. <laughs> and I have a sign behind me that says slow children at play. No, slow children at play. Slow, <laughs> slow man talking. Slow person. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. yeah that went up. Yeah. So <laughs> even you, prompted, even prompted you didn't laugh. So yeah, I, that, that, that just I've didn't go well. I've heard that a wedding without people would suck. Yeah, that that's not really funny. Okay, yeah. Do you think All that's right. funny? I don't know. Dave Chappelle thought it was when I talked to him. I was <laughs> just joking. <laughs> well, yeah, he's yeah. a much better critic than I would be then. Yeah. If he thinks no. Okay, well. All right. Okay, because they're going to get up there and no one... You kind of have to set it up a little bit more. Because they don't know what you're going to say. They don't know if you're going to be... You know, Megan is my firstborn, and you know, this is a happy and sad. Like, are you going to do this emotional trip down memory lane? Are you going to tell us funny stories about Megan, you know, wetting her pants the first day of kindergarten? You know, like, they don't know what it is. So, um, that yeah. one would, it's just going to, people will probably laugh. It's going to take them a second to go, okay, he's going to be funny. You see okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I need to kind of, there's like a prime. I need to prime. Yeah, a little bit, I think. Okay. Because. So if I walk up to the microphone with a, like a, you know, like do a little jig, that would that, would that get it? That would be funny. Yeah. <laughs> now that's funny. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, so like I did a speech, and I've told you this, at an emotional time. A guy spoke before me, and then he said something at the end that allowed me to say something right after he said something, and every, and it was funny. Everybody laughed. But he he set it up. He set a joke up for me. So it and plus it had to do with wearing or not wearing underwear. So it was clear. It was funny. You know what I mean? Yes. You see what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. I hear that having a wedding and no one shows up sucks. So thanks for being here. <laughs> I, okay, that I don't know. Relatives, we got until January 15th. I need some feedback. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm... I want... I don't want to see... I don't want to see you fail in your three sentences. And I don't want to hear your family say, see, we told you. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to go up there and I, kill it. I feel like... I feel like out of... Of all the fans that I have... That I could count on one hand... You would be my biggest fan for this because you see the abuse that I take from my yeah, family. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, and I know it. And I know I actually read the book you're reading. I mean, I know it, I know it's a struggle for you. <laughs> yeah. And, and, so, um, by the way, that book is soundtracks by John Acuff. Yeah. Which I may need to get him on the podcast. You know. You know who has another guest I was thinking about? Kind of a side note. You know, um, Maggie, um, Megan's friend that's the nutritionist. Oh, yeah. She does some really cool, like, Instagram stuff. Um, and I don't know if our listeners are need help with their nutrition, but she seems kind of fun, and I've talked to her. She's helped me with trying to help me eat better. Not necessarily diet, but just eat better macros she might be fun to be on yeah you connect us and you know our target seems to be about her age right those are the ones who listen to us for sure yeah we're good with the young young ladies ladies yes so yeah so any more christmas thoughts you got i mean we kind of moved to yeah sorry um no it's kind of weird um I mean, it was like almost 80 degrees here today. It just doesn't feel like Christmas. Yeah. It was kind of cooling off for a little bit. But I'm not complaining about that. But I mean, but it, it's it's true that... It doesn't uh, feel as Christmassy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the, you know, we've had kind of the... the uh, typically what we would consider spring winds, you know, where mm-hmm. dust kind of gets in the sky. We've had a couple of those over the past couple of weeks. And so that, that has also made it... Um, aggravating for my Christmas lights, number one, because they blow off the house. Mm. Ser- I mean, literally blow off the house. So that's been um, another non-winter-esque thing. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. If it would turn off cool, that would help the <clears throat> maybe the... Um, time okay and as far as uh going back to traditions do you guys are, what are y'all gonna is family all gonna come over y'all gonna do the f- big food or would y'all do uh, uh maybe we talked about this last year i don't know did we i don't know about that? i don't know if we did this um it's it 
you're going to have to start dealing with this too when, when you start um, incorporating other families into yours by marriage. And <clears throat> so we kind of had, we had an early Thanksgiving um, and we're going to have, I'm not exactly sure. It just, it gets very complicated, especially when there is, um, so my oldest, who is divorced and splits time with, and she has our six-year-old grandson, so the grand, Grayson, the grandson, spends some time with mom and some time with dad, and then that daughter, Mackenzie, that daughter, has a pretty serious boyfriend who has family in the area that has Christmas. So three daughters, three two son-in-laws and a boyfriend and an ex-husband and every everybody wants everybody there. Yeah. And it just so you end up dividing the pie. Yeah. Or something. It's, yeah. It's hard. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah. So I don't know exactly what it's going to look like this year. I, we're all going to have dinner, I think, together Christmas night. I mean, Christmas Eve. But then my middle daughter is hosting us to come to her house to do that. But then she's invited three, <coughs> uh, two brothers and a sister that are from Namibia that don't have family here. So she invited them over for Christmas dinner. So we all feel weird that if we're they're sitting around and we're opening presents, so we're not going to open presents with the three friends from Namibia, but then not everybody's going to be together at another time. So it is highly stressful and highly complex to answer your short question with a long answer. There you go. Okay. Well, this will be our this will be our last one before we kind of feel like we have to split time. So we kind of, um, you know, we're kind of taking it in we'll do our normal y'all open on i mean normally if you were in best case scenario open chris gifts on christmas eve christmas day. day christmas morning yeah i lost that <clears throat> battle so does santa come everything happens christmas, christmas morning christmas morning there you go that's kind of the way we do it too i think i think we have a little maybe we open yeah one we open up one at night or or christmas yeah. Eve. yeah but yeah I like the way Jerry and Paula and Beamer had it set up. Which was, that was we Christmas up morning. Chris, no, no, Christmas no. We, gifts. We open up presents to each other Christmas Eve, not Eve. Yeah. And then Christmas morning, when we woke up, Santa had shown up. And then that was all that, that, was all that happened as far as gifts were Saturday morning. Yeah. So, uh, recalling... Recall favorite Christmas and our favorite Christmas gift. What do you remember? Your what was your favorite Christmas when I was a youngster or ever? Ever. Hmm. I didn't really realize this would stump you so much. I thought yeah, you might have. Well, a I've been given a lot of good gifts. I remember the one I probably wanted the most that I got was the 10 speed when we were young oh, yeah. snappers. I really yeah. wanted a 10 speed. 
Um, I got some really nice boots um, that I really liked. I don't know. I probably need to prep for that. Because the other thing too is, I have forgotten what were Christmas gifts and what were birthday presents and what were anniversary presents, you know, like. Sure. So, well, how about yeah, you? Well, having a January birthday, many times my my Christmas gift was a merger of Christmas and birthdays. Mm-hmm. You didn't have that. Mm-mm. tendency so that was kind of a again where i got screwed in life um no i'm just joking uh, <laughs> uh, i've always been on the short end i'm i've been a victim for my whole life <laughs> i was i was born a victim and continued <clears throat> to maintain that but no the um probably the best gift um that i think I probably used the most was um, a remote control car mm. that I, that you remember that little blue car that, mm-hmm. and the coolest part about that was we were at Beamer, who is our grandmother. Um, we were at her house and we were sleeping in the bedroom that we, I guess, always slept in. And I could hear our uncles, Larry and Paul Ray <laughs> playing with my, remote control car and I couldn't go to sleep because I was like all I have to do is wait like six hours and I can play with this thing and I it was like the anticipation I could not because I'd heard them at midnight putting the batteries in and running it around the house and whatever so I was like I can't sleep I can't sleep so it was the best gift but the worst you know the worst kind of uh headache the next day because I hadn't slept but uh, so but yeah I guess Uh, you know, and for me to be consistent, I guess I would have to also say that my favorite Christmas gifts have been the gift cards that you have sent me over the years. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. And then, because I've bought, like, I've got so much stuff with that. And now, okay, here here's a drawback with getting the Christmas card. Like, if you're sending me a, a, a gift card. I think it, it, from a selfish perspective, that is the best gift I can receive because then I get to get what I really want. I don't have to worry about getting some weird gift that I'll never use. However, you know, did I get those hunting gloves with that gift card or did I, you know, or were those, did I get those wool socks that I really needed? So I don't associate you with a specific gift. So that's the drawback. I just oh, realized. that's that is true. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah. It was just <clears throat> you had that, and that was your exchange. Yeah, your or the yeah the money. Yeah. So it loses personality. That's where that's yeah, where you lose. Person, yeah, yeah. But I love the fact that I get to go get those socks or whatever I got. But then I don't. I don't. Yeah. Well, but you know, I do associate the backpack I got from REI with you because you got me an REI card, yeah. and I, I so. So speaking of, what would be if you're looking at gift cards? What would be the what'd be at the top of your list? I know somebody that's needing to shop. Oh, uh, for REI else. Sporting Good. Okay. All right. Because I can. We're good. 
I'm actually I'm going to play in a tennis league. I signed oh, up yeah. for. So you know tennis ball. So like, see, this is the thing. <clears throat> I like gifts that are practical, and I like to give gifts that are practical. And I'm not sure those are the best gifts. Like, yeah. if you play golf, like I think <laughs> one of the best gifts I could give you is, you know, if you if you like Titleist Pro V ones. Get you a case of those. Like, yeah. well, you can go get those yourself. And so where... No, but I wouldn't. That's the thing. Because <clears throat> I'm too cheap. It? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I'd, I'd buy like a sleeve or something. You know what I mean? But like, I'm not going to oh, get... because they're a, not oh. cheap. <clears throat> What'd you say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I would not get two boxes of it or whatever. Or I would not get a box. I mean, I, or uh, like, a, I would just buy a sleeve or whatever. Because I'm cheap like that. Right? Yeah. Right, and that's what I'm. So to so, I mean, me, if you that's me a, a great box, gift. Oh yeah, I'm like yeah. But, now, okay, but here's here's I do have. A, there's a little caveat to this. So last year or time, I don't know. Then years past, there was a. I think I got you a gift that I thought you might use toward, um, a putter. <laughs> <laughs> and, I did. Oh, I did. And did you, that. yeah, and you go buy some rinky ass putter, and I'm like. Dude, you're you're putting with a hammer, but anyway, all that to say, it's setting right here my encouragement, cougar. <laughs> cougar. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So anyway, so that is, there is some. Oh gosh, that thing is so ugly. But the, the so the thing was is that while I don't have, you know, I'm thinking, okay, this he's a responsible human being. He'll go get he'll go get himself. He, or he's got some money to go toward. A good putter. Well, then he takes. He didn't. He didn't accumulate enough. Um, I don't know what I got gift cards. <laughs> what did I to get, get you the- a good putter? So you got one a value putter instead of like one that might help your game. So I anyway, did, I, I may still have that. I don't think I even used that gift card yet. Oh, I think you did. I think you bought what, the like. What? You went to the academy and bought you like some. No, but you didn't, gave me like a, didn't you give me a, a PGA Pro Shop? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so I think I still have that. Oh, okay, all right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't think oh, I okay. need that. Okay. Because um, I also need a wedge, and I also need like a three wood, and I've thought about getting a new driver, so. <clears throat> okay, there you go. I, I, it, it will be used. The My putting game, although not great, it's not the reason I suck at golf, so. Um, but here's yeah. the here's the thing with the golf balls. Like I don't, I don't know. I guess I could call and ask you, but then, like, I, it, it would away. be easier yeah. just to get you a hundred dollar gift card to Golf Academy or whatever it's called, Pro PGA Store, and let you go buy the balls you want. Now, yeah. So to me, that way, if I get you the Pro V One and like I don't like Titleist, I want Bridgestone or whatever another good golf ball is. But, but my daughters would tell me that like the what a good gift is is something that you wouldn't buy for yourself. So maybe like a, you know, what a ball marker that's monogrammed with your initials or something like something like oh, you would yeah. never go do. But hey, this is special. And I'm like, okay, but I'll lose that, or I want something practical. Yeah. Right. So. Okay. So that's that's my whole ideas on uh, 
gifts. Yeah. And gift cards. All right. Well, are you, are you, do you feel like we've talked about Christmas enough yeah, to I where we so. can, all right. We can move on to the new year. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, well, I hope, um, as far as the relatives go, I hope you, hope you guys have a Merry Christmas. And if you happen to lift, listen to this after Christmas, sorry about that. Um, I'll have it out before Christmas. There's going to be some technical work. Oh yeah. Need sure. to be done. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, um, if you're ready to land the plane, I think yeah. we can do it. Uh, okay, relatives, everybody have a very Merry Christmas. Um, be safe if you're traveling. Remember, family is the most important thing. Um, I don't really have any other Christmas advice. Remember the reason for the season. Yeah, it may not be gift cards and presents. Yeah. Might be. That's what we should do is probably... <laughs> Read Luke one or something, or two maybe. Uh, that is it Luke be. two? Is that? <laughs> here, what is it? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, we might. We maybe that next year we'll actually do a true Christmas podcast. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so I don't guess well, I'll talk to you before Christmas. But yeah, um, I guess the next time I'm going to see you is at the wedding. Oh yeah, okay. Well, um, yeah, it should be. We should be going pretty much gangbusters till then. Yeah. We've got, got lots of uh, moving parts that have to be settled between now and then. So anyway. well, The other tough thing for you guys, I was thinking about this the other day, is that, you know, Allie did the destination wedding. We didn't do that. That's different. Like the little hotel kind of did everything. But other than like you guys are, it's kind of unique that you're having a wedding four hours away. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. Luckily, we did Annie up, and we're paying someone to help us with that kind of the logistics. So that's a that's been a great reliever of stress, not for me necessarily, because I mean, you had to pay her. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's kind of okay because it does relieve the stress yeah. of the person that I that snores me to sleep, so, <clears throat> or snores me awake, whatever that is, <laughs> whatever she does. I'm not sure, but anyway, she. Uh, you sure keep yeah, looking over your shoulder when you say I that? Know, yeah, <laughs> she, yeah. <laughs> that she's she's got a gun, and she will she would she'd use it, but uh, but yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, we're gonna have a great Christmas though. I, we uh, historically we do a we have a little, and this would be fun for you guys if y'all can get together, you know, and do your little. Have I told you about the dollar store Christmas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. So that that to me is, I mean, it's the best because we just have a good time and and then we one year we even went to. Um, have you ever heard about the the pun guys? They do the they yeah. walk into like Walmart and do these kind of puns over stuff. Anyway, we did that one year and the girls filmed themselves and Terry and I did our own little film. So we've we've done some kind of games that have been really fun. So uh, we just enjoy getting together so i'm not know. sure my family's smart enough to do puns <laughs> oh if you were to see the videos you would you would think that this is you can you do know. it yeah I it's come up yeah. with the funny ones it's it's more on the grounds of kind of honey boo boo goes <laughs> yeah bad jokeville i don't know what i don't know <laughs> yeah. so, all yeah. right well all right have a merry christmas so relatives thanks for listening um please send us comments we need you know we need mike needs help on his 
three-sentence uh, speech at his daughter's wedding. Uh, we need we need information on Hermely, Ira, and Borden County football. What else did we request? We, we if you heard us, we need your help. So, Facebook, email, Twitter. No, we're not Twitter. Uh, we're on uh, Instagram. We yep. are. Yes, yep. we are. So. Reach out, let us know, and, and everybody have a Merry Christmas. So this is Trey McWilliams. And I'm Mike McWilliams. You guys have a Merry Christmas, and we'll see you on down the road. Have a holly jolly Christmas, and in case you didn't hear, oh, by golly, have a holly jolly Christmas this year.